This is Sarah Weymouth, and welcome to my podcast, where we talk about everything for you to live your best life. And we have a little fun too, from talking about business, marriage, parenthood, money, health, home decor, friendship, beauty, and pop culture. I'm a mother to three, a wife, a successful business owner, and I want to live my highest, best self. Follow along as we learn together, grow, teach, because you only get to live one life. Oh, and I promise to dig deeper and to ask the tough questions. This is The Lime Podcast. Oh my gosh, Laura, I'm so happy to have you here. I used to start the podcast and, you know, be like, tell us all about you and da da da. But I always now want to start with, how are you? How's your week been going? Good. Week has been going great. Um, my kids are in school now. So, yes. I feel like life has gotten a little bit um, more flexible and easier now that they're in school. Um, but yeah, it's been a good week. Oh, you have two boys. How old are they again? What grades? Luca is seven and he started second grade. And then Milo is five and he started kindergarten. So you're in that first year where they're all in actual school. Yes. Oh, it's such a good year. That was me last year. My youngest went to kinder and now, now he's in first, but yeah, yeah. it's like life-changing. You're on like a better yeah. schedule. You're not paying that preschool fee. Like <laughs> It's like, yes. not like a raise. Exactly. And it's just one single drop-off. So you don't have to drop off at multiple locations. It's no, like, it's life-changing one stop. Yeah, totally. It's so amazing. Okay. So tell us your history. You have been in photography for years. I know you work with celebrities, influencers. I, I think I even saw a podcaster on your Instagram. You do like the bachelor girls, bachelorette girls, like you've done so much. So tell us your background where you're from and how did you get into basically celebrity photography? So I am born and raised in Los Angeles, California. Um, I am actually a first generation American. So my parents moved from Peru to California like 40 years ago. That's why Um, your skin is so beautiful. Sorry. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But Yeah. So I'm born and raised in LA and, um, I, when I was 19, um, I decided I didn't want to go to college and I was the first one of my other three siblings that decided college is not for me. Um, I was always very creative, very into art and, photography and just anything that was like creative. Um, at first I thought I wanted to go to fashion school and I got into FITM in downtown LA. And after I got in, I was like, no, I don't think I'm going to do it. (laughs) Um, and my oldest brother, he always worked in entertainment as well. So he worked after he graduated UCLA, he worked in um, music management. And then he started working in apparel and, um, I just always kind of wanted to follow in his footsteps. And I saw just how much fun he had with all of his jobs. And so, um, 
yeah, when I was 19, I said, I'm not going to go to college. And I told my parents that I actually wanted to move to Peru for a few months. And at first they were like, why do you want to go to a third world country as a 19 year old? Like you have everything here in California. Why do you want to go to a different country? And I was just like, I just want to experience life in a different way. And I want to figure out what I want to do. So I went to live with an aunt and uncle and cousins that I had there on my dad's side. And my dad actually gifted me a Canon rebel camera. And he was like, I want you to document your entire experience. Just like, you never know where this can take you take pictures um, of everything, everybody, everybody that you meet, everything that you do, all the food that you eat, just like capture it all. And um, in what year was this? This was 2010. Okay. Yeah. 2010. Um, and I was like, you know, okay, I'll, I'll take a camera. And of course, like being a millennial, you know, in high school, you had like the point and shoot camera and you would just take pictures <laughs> like your friends and, you know, you never really took pictures of anything, but with this camera, I was like, okay, I'm actually going to take pictures of food and, and like the things that I see and experience. And, um, I, while I was in Peru, I was working at my aunt's school for kids with autism. And, um, I thought maybe, you know, maybe I'll be a teacher. Maybe I'll be, you know, I was just thinking of all the things that I could come up with to like experience and, and, you know, figure out what I wanted to be and do with my life. And quickly I was like, I don't think I want to be a teacher. (laughs) And then, um, but I did have my camera and I got permission from the parents to take pictures of the kids And, um, I really connected with the kids in that way. And it was really exciting to see how they viewed themselves through the pictures that I would take. And, um, yeah, it was just really cool. And then I ended up telling my aunt, you know, I think I want to try something else while I'm here. So I actually signed up to go take some classes at the fashion school in Peru And there was like an influencer from France that came and was, this is when Instagram was first starting. So he was talking about, you know, taking pictures and how pictures can speak a thousand words and, um, how one perfect picture can just tell a whole story. And that's when I, it just clicked. And I was like, I want to look into being a photographer. So I was like, I don't know if they make any money. I don't know, like any photographers. I don't know how this works, but I'm going to try it. So, um, I ended up coming back to California and I told my parents, I want to pursue photography. And of course they were like photography, like, (laughs) how are you going to make any money with photography? And like, what are you going to do with photography? And my dad was actually like all for it. And he was like, yeah, go for it. And, um, I 
started interning for my sister's sister-in-law, uh, who was a photographer in Orange County, California. And I just kind of shadowed her just to see how like she worked, how she posed people. Um, and she was a wedding photographer. So I kind of started in like families, weddings. I started, I did three free shoots. And after that, I started getting messages on Facebook, like, how much do you charge? And I was like, oh, okay, I can make this into a business. And so um, I quickly turned it into a business, I think maybe three months or four months into doing photography. And um, it started off in weddings, families, and then I did that for a few years and being from LA, I knew a lot of people already that worked in entertainment just because of the bubble that is LA and where I lived. And, um, I also, you know, knew a lot of these kids that were on Disney and I went to school with them or I knew them from a friend of a friend. And so it was really easy for me to connect and get plugged in with that industry. And, um, I think my first job in, I guess, quote unquote entertainment was with the little market founder, Hannah Scavarla, and she owns it with Lauren Conrad, um, from Laguna beach and the Hills. And, um, she had found me on Instagram of all places. And Instagram wasn't really like huge at the time. And, um, she hired me for like a family event and there I connected with a lot of people and it kind of snowballed from there. And then one of my friends, Melissa, uh, she is on a show, the young and the restless, and I was photographing her and my friend also did hair for the price is right. So I started photographing for a couple of the girls that were, you know, the models on the price is right. And so it kind of just went from there. And then, um, I got like my first people magazine publication and then the rest is kind of history. What was your first, um, people magazine? It was, um, for one of the price is right models, Amber Lancaster, who became a really big influencer on Instagram. Mm. Um, and it was actually her wedding that was in people magazine. And, um, yeah, that's so cool. I want people to take notes through everything that you just said. I think the most powerful piece that people need to take away is that you started by doing the free shoots and then you use those photos to probably make your website, your Instagram, whatever. Yes. And then that started. And then obviously you had some connections and you utilize that, which we all would, but right. That I think, because I think people are always confused how to start like, oh, I want to do this, but how do I go from nothing to, for, you know, doing photography for celebrities? And it's like, we yeah. have to start somewhere. And even if you could do a couple of free photos, or like you said, intern, when you did the internship and you were going to these weddings, were you able to take photos and then use those photos? Or did you have to give that to them? So... I was able to use them. Um, obviously I was not going to send them to the clients, to her clients, you know, cause they weren't my clients. 
Um, but I was able to utilize those as like, Hey, I can take pictures and, um, I, I kind of know what I'm doing. Um, and I honestly, I think I, I started off really being confident in myself. Like I can do this and I take really great pictures and I kind of taught myself like you, you know, watching videos on YouTube and, um, even just like reaching out to other photographers and asking for mentor sessions. And, um, they were wedding photographers, which is not even what I do now. Um, but it was really helpful to learn from multiple photographers and learn about their different styles, different techniques. Um, they were all so different and unique and different editing styles, different posing styles, different, um, personalities. And I kind of faked it till I made it. I want to say we all did. Yeah. I love that. And I, I honestly think that that confidence helped me get to where I am now because I mean, I've seen people start photography businesses and ask me, how do I get into the entertainment industry? And I'm like, I don't know how to tell you, like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you to get you there you just kind of get there. Like you have to have that in you. You have to have that confidence. You have to reach out to people. You have to learn from people. Um, and in this industry in photography, it's constantly changing. It's constantly growing. Things are evolving. There's new cameras, new lenses, new editing styles, new posing. Um, you have to learn a lot of things and you have to invest a lot of time and a lot of money into this. It's not yeah. just like, you know? Yeah. It's like an art that you have to, like you said, make your own style. It does seem like a very saturated market. It's almost yeah. like, it kind of reminds me of like real estate where I feel like every other person is a real estate agent or anyone could pick up a camera and be like, now I'm a photographer, which is great. But at right. the same time, it can make it hard for us to like weave through it all and be like, who's actually really skilled and you know, whatever. And then like you said, you also get to tailor your own style and your own way of doing things. Um, and then obviously like, like wedding photography can be really different than family or whatever. Right. So what do you think you had to do to kind of like set you apart and and make your own, do you feel like you have to like be like niche? Like, okay, I do celebrities. Like, does that help instead of being like, I'm anything you want me to be? Um, yes and no. I feel like definitely find what you're most gifted at. Um, you know, for a little bit, I was really good at weddings and I loved doing weddings and I was really into details and I was like, you know what? I think that's my niche. Like, I think I'm going to do weddings and families. And, um, I quickly, you know, then I had babies and I was like, I can't do weddings. (laughs) They're too long there. It's, it's not just eight to 10 hours of shooting, but it's also eight to 10 hours of editing. And, um, and it takes up a lot of time. And 
honestly, I have so much respect for people that do wedding photography because it takes a lot out of you. Um, but also, you know, I, I love that. I, I do, you know, obviously photograph a ton of celebrities and influencers and, um, athletes, but I also love to photograph just ordinary people, you know? And I think also, I think of these people in this industry as just normal people. And I think that's also honestly probably brought me most of my success in photographing celebrities is just treating them like normal people. Um, half the time, I don't even know what they do. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll photograph an athlete and I'm like, Oh, what do you do? And yeah. <laughs> they're like, Oh, I'm a football player. I'm like, Oh, cool. And then you're I like, go, I don't watch football. I, yeah. Yeah. And then I look them up and I'm like, Oh, cool. You're the quarterback for the Titans or, you know, yeah. it's like, Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I think it's definitely important to figure out which area you're most gifted at and hone in on that. Because if you focus on that, you're just going to continue to get better in that area. And it's almost like, yes, you have to chase after it, but it also comes to you, you know, like. I'm, I'm very big into like manifesting too. So like, I, I'll never forget. I saw that one of like, one of these actresses that I loved on one of these shows that I grew up watching moved to Nashville. And I was like, I told my friend, I was like, I am going to photograph her. Like mark my words, I'm going to photograph her. I don't know how, I don't have any connections to her but I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to photograph her. And literally three weeks later, I get an email from her direct email. Wow. That and, is manifesting. <laughs> yeah. And it just blew my mind. And I'm like, how did I do that? And it was just me saying like, that's my goal. I'm going to photograph her and I'm going to do whatever it takes for her to notice my work on social media through yeah. whoever she follows that follows me. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that she sees my work and my value. And also I think it's important to work on yourself as a person, because a lot of times, a lot of these people hire me without really seeing much of my work. They just want to work with me because it's me, which is incredible. Yeah. So I feel like that's also a very important thing is also not just work on making your work successful and beautiful, but also be true to yourself and be, you know, be working on yourself and make, make yourself almost like somebody that people want to work with and yeah. want to know and want to get to know and, and have, you know, cause a lot of photography is vulnerability and you're going into these people's homes and you're learning things about them that the media doesn't know. And you're in on a lot of secrets and privacy and you have to be respectful and mindful of that and trustworthy. And, um, 
which is why I also, I also think- bet like you probably on these sets, you're seeing and hearing certain things and you have yeah. to, you know, be professional and not repeated. And, you know, uh, could be like starting rumors or like, oh, you'll never guess exactly. what I heard or, you yeah. know, so-and-so's boyfriend showed up or, you know, it's right. like all that stuff. So this, yeah. so, so this actress, can we know who it is? Did you end up making the deal or you're working on it? You have to be quiet. No, I did. I ended up photographing for her, um, like apparel line that she has with another co-star. Oh, so cool. Um, and it's, um, she was on the vampire diaries. Okay. So. I haven't seen the show, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to yeah. be done. Like I know I, that I one. watched it in high school. Um, yeah. people were so, big into that, in that show. I never got into it. Yeah. When vampires were like the thing. Yes. Which I never got into it. Like Buffy, whatever. I never got into yeah. that whole world. So that's probably right. why. That is so fun. That's awesome. I know it's so, well, I, we didn't say earlier, you live here now in the Nashville yes. area, but obviously you're originally from LA and you're working in LA you go back and forth. So you really are in the two biggest hot spots, I would say. Yes. Nashville is like the new Hollywood. And then you've obviously got actual Hollywood. Um, So how does that work for you? Are, do you have specific times where you're always in LA or do you wait till you book jobs? How do people know when you're available? So when I first moved to Nashville five years ago, I was going back and forth maybe like every four to six weeks. And I started booking a lot of work here in Nashville, um, with a lot of the country artists and their wives. And so I started booking up here that I slowly started transitioning my business to mainly Nashville And I do still have family in Los Angeles. So I do go back, um, but not as much anymore. So when I do go back, it's mainly for one of my really good clients and friends um, that is an actress and I'll go back for her. Um, But also- Is this Hillary Duff? Yes. Okay. I was going to say she's all over yes. your Instagram and it's so cute. She, yes. I love her. I love I her. Love so. her. Um, I, I will drop anything to go to LA for her. Um, and if Wait, I, what was that magazine she did? Was it self? She's that beautiful. Yes. Not or shape. I think it was, or sh- was it shape? shape, shape or self. Like it was one of yeah. those ones. Yeah. <laughs> she was Stunning. I mean, I'm sure the magazine had to pick the photographer for that and there's like yes. a whole thing behind it, but yeah, she's yeah. stunning. She, yeah, she's a beautiful person inside and out. Um, I love working honestly with all my clients. All my clients are so amazing, just incredible people, kind, loving, loyal, um, just really good people. Yeah. Um, have but you yeah. ever been in a situation where, cause you hear celebrities are like drama or divas or whatever. Have you ever been in a situation where you're like, okay, I booked this job. I don't know this person. They're a celebrity. And then it's like horrible. And you're like, I can't be a part of this, or it's just too rude or unprofessional. Do you ever, did you ever get in a situation like that where you're like, I can't. Thankfully, no. Um, well, I good. have experienced once, you know, photographing somebody that I was like, 
I just don't vibe with this person. Um, they're a little too different from me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just honestly one person and maybe, maybe two, maybe there's like two people that I would say, yeah. maybe photograph them once or twice. And I was like, you know, we just don't connect. Yeah. It didn't um, mesh well. Chemistry. Yeah. All that. But for the most part, I mean, these people are just people and they're, that's what they want to be seen as just people, you know? And I think I really was incredibly blessed with my clientele because they're just normal, down to earth, kind, um, silly. Yeah fun people that are just themselves and, um, they're just good people, you know? Yeah. Um, what was I going to ask? Oh, people magazine. How does that work? Does the celebrity say I, I pick the photographer and then you submit your work or are you in connection with the magazine first? So it, there's a lot of moving pieces to that. Um, it's usually the publicist that works out a deal with people or us, you know, us weekly, or they work out exclusives with e-news or, um, you know, the publicist just looks for the publicity for this person. And, um, I have a great relationship with all of their publicists. So, um, because a lot of these publicists have the same, like they have multiple of my clients. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm constantly working with the same publicist. Yeah. Um, and I become good friends with the publicist because we're constantly in communication. Um, but they usually find the deal if they say like, you know, one of my clients has a baby and they're like, Oh, I got you a people exclusive or an e-news exclusive or whatever. Then the, the client will then say, okay, I want Laura to photograph these pictures for me. And then, you know, I basically have a, sometimes it's a short six hour to 12 hour window that I have to deliver X amount of photos, um, for the magazine because they're like, okay, we need a quick turnaround. We need to publish it tomorrow online. And then in next week's issue, Um, and then sometimes it's like, oh, I don't need it for another week. Or, you know, sometimes it's like, I have a 24 hour turnaround where I have to deliver the photos like within 24 hours. Um, and that's like retouching, color correcting, just like flyaways, any blemishes, just smoothing, things like that. Um, but I, thankfully now that I've worked with the editors in people and e-news, especially those two, um, I've become friends with a lot of the editors. And so, um, if they see, for example, if there's no exclusive involved and they see a photo that my client posts on Instagram, they know exactly how to reach me. And they ask me, Hey, can I, can we publish these photos? um, for an article. And, um, yeah, that's usually how it works. So, so cool. Yeah. I did a, um, fashion PR internship way back when, when I was still in California, when I was young, 
And it is such a small world. Like we would have these contacts to like Vogue and glamour and whatever. And then it would be literally like, oh, I have a client that does jewelry. Do you need jewelry for a shoot? Or do you need jewelry for an article or whatever? And then they would tell us what they need. And then we would see if we have it within our clients. And they just had this like close knit relationship. And it was like, the same couple of people we would communicate with month after month after month. And I was like, this is very actually easy and streamlined. All, obviously it's because the PR agency had that connection to start with, of course, but right. yeah, it's just, it's wild how it all works on the inside. Yeah. Do you have a photo shoot that stands out as like one of your favorites? I've seen you do some like really fun stuff, obviously more elegant. Yeah. Um, I mean, like that, not to cut you off. I'm sorry. The one that you did with, um, oh my gosh, what's her name? The Bachelorette. It looked like she was on rollerblades. Did I make this up? And it was like, oh, Caitlin. Caitlin Bristow. Yeah. Yes. And that looked really fun. Where was that? Okay. So that was at a roller skating rink in Goodlitzville, I think it was uh, here in Tennessee. And we, they had rented out the rink for like two hours. And then we went to the rooftop of the Virgin hotel in, um, downtown Nashville. Yeah. And I've done a couple shoots for her where it's just so much fun. I mean, she's, she is such a fun person to work with and she's super cool down to earth fun, funny. She's hilarious. Um, I mean, we were playing like nineties and early two thousands music, like blasting in the roller skating rink. And, um, like every time we shoot, we just have like a fun playlist and we're dancing and we're singing and we're talking about like, you know, the early two thousands and all like the millennial things. And, um, and yeah, it's just really fun. And that, that day, um, I actually pulled a lot of inspiration from a different photographer that photographed Madeline Klein, um, from Outer Banks. And that was actually at a bowling alley that she photographed her, but I saw that shoot and I was like, this is the vibe that I think Caitlin wants to do. And so I showed it to Caitlin and the brand and they were like yes we're gonna do that so that's that so was cool. a really fun shoot that's amazing that you got to have your hands in the creative part of it you know I mean they could have obviously said no but you're like let's right. do this and then that must yeah. be hard to shoot the action like she's like rolling around you're like I'm trying to get this shot <laughs> like oh, oh yeah yeah but it's fun because like you know I wasn't on roller skates, but, or roller blades, but she was like roller skating around and like, you know, trying to get used to the roller skates and we're cracking up because like, you know, she's kind of tripping and then she's like getting the hang of it. And then, you know, we do some arcade games and it was just really fun. So it looked really cute. Yeah. Have you ever been in a situation where you were like, okay, I'm a little bit like starstruck. I'm nervous. Like I, you know, like you're trying to be, keep your composure and be professional, but you're also like, oh my gosh, look who I'm with. Um, 
Yes. I, I can only recall one moment and I wasn't even specifically photographing this person. It was actually at an event that I was photographing for a client. Um, Steven Tyler walked in and I was just so like, cool. I could not, I, I mean, I don't get starstruck, but when I saw Steven Tyler, I was just like, oh my gosh, that's <laughs> Steven Tyler. Like I never imagined that I would be in the same room as Steven Tyler, let alone like two feet away from him. Yeah. Um, Were you like, excuse me, I need to take your picture. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like he already saw me with a camera. So I was just like, okay, I, I have to take his picture now. Yeah. Um, and that was really cool. That is really cool. Yeah. I feel like and, it's our generation too. Yeah. And yeah. also I saw John Stamos at that party as well. And I was just like, oh my gosh, it's John Stamos. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like your childhood. <laughs> By the way, he's so cool. And like, just, he was chatting with me and super like a nice guy down to earth, very like pleasant to chat with. Um, but yeah, I saw him and I was like, this is like my childhood. It's full house. <laughs> totally. I was obsessed with that show yeah. for sure. Um, I know I feel like I'm like you, I don't really get starstruck, but I have maybe like a handful of people that if I ever saw in real life, I would be so excited, but it's, it's only yeah. like that handful. And it's funny too. Cause here I'm sure you've seen it where like, you'll see them out and about yeah. and nobody cares. Nobody bothers them. There's no paparazzi. No one tries to get a selfie. I mean, it's, I, we've seen, um, like Kristen Cavallari, I've seen multiple times. And like the first time we saw her, my husband's like, isn't that the girl from your show? And she was like right next to us your the show. next table. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, she definitely heard you. Um, but yeah, it's funny. Nobody cares here. Everyone, they're just part of life and they get to just live life and no one's bothering them where LA is obviously a little bit different. Right. Um, okay. And then now you're also getting into skincare, which is brand new. So tell us why add that in, what brought that on and what are you doing with it? So I take really good care of my skin. Um, which it shows. Thank you. I, I always have, um, I, my mom was a great example, just always telling me wear your sunscreen and, you know, don't forget to add sunscreen to your hands so you don't get sunspots and, you know, um, take care of your skin, wash your face, take off your makeup. So she was very, um, just all about skin and taking care of it. And, um, I always had an interest in it. And so I was chatting with my esthetician who is now my boss, um, at Nashville skin studio. Her name's Kenzie. And I was like, I kind of want to like start a skincare line or something. Like I want to do something with skin. Um, and it's totally different than photography, but also not really because you're still being creative and, it's also, it's just a different way of being creative. And, um, I was like, but if I start a skincare line, like who's going to buy it from a photographer. So 
I, I definitely don't do anything half-assed. So I was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go to school for it. I am going to show people that I studied skin. I put in the hours, I put in the work and I'm trying to make a product or products that are actually going to help people. Um, so she had told me about her experience with, with aesthetic school. And I attended Aveda in Franklin. Um, and I, you know, obviously had to do facials and learned waxing and learned just a bunch of things about skin. And as I was doing facials there, I was like, okay, I actually kind of like doing facials. And, um, Kenzie was like, listen, if you want to work as an esthetician, you're the only person that I would trust to hire straight out of school. So I was like, okay, I think I'm going to do it. So, um, I graduated from Aveda. It was 750 hours, six months, and it was very hard. Um, it was hard as a mom, because it took a lot of time away from my kids. It was hard on my marriage. It was hard, um, on a lot of my relationships with friends, family, because I was gone all the time. Um, and I was working, so I had to balance a lot of plates. Um, but I did it and I got hired from, um, Kenzie hired me for Nashville skin studio, um, which is in, I guess it's Brentwood, Tennessee. Um, it could be Brentwood or Franklin, but, um, a lot of my clients, I referred to her. And so a lot of my clients in the entertainment industry go to see her for skin already. So it's like, I already know my clients there. Um, and so now I get to help them with their skin and take their pictures, which is really fun. And so I figured I'm going to work there for, you know, a little bit and, or however long I want, and I can still do photography and still be a good mom and show up for my kids. And, um, I eventually will work on a skincare line, which I am looking forward to. And yeah, it's just, it's fun. It's a different, different creative outlet for me. And a diff, you know, I, I love that I can help people feel more confident in their own skin and help them, you know, treat their skin and help them just feel good. Like I love when they leave and they're like, oh my gosh, my skin looks amazing. And they like go about their week and they're texting me like, oh my gosh, you did so good with my skin. My skin is thriving. Like, I just love seeing people light up and like feel confident in themselves. So I love that. I also feel like there is such a connection because you're obviously taking these pictures. You're the one editing them. So you're like, you see the imperfections or the dullness or acne or whatever it may be. I actually interviewed a model and she similarly went into skincare because she also, you know, saw kind of what the industry was doing to her skin and having to wear all that makeup and then everything shows on the camera. And as a model, sometimes it's like really close up 
And so it was really similar where it's funny how those two worlds seem to be so highly connected. I would have never have thought photography, modeling, you know, the industry and skincare, but it makes a lot of sense because Botox is not going to make your skin glow, you know, plastic surgery. It's not going to take care of your actual skin. Um, So I guess a few questions when it comes to skin, when should we get the facial as far as timeline to getting the photos done? Cause I feel like that would be a big question. So it depends on, I guess your skin and also it depends on the treatment. So if you have really great skin already and you just want to like basically get glowy and brighter, um, I would say like two days before or even the day before, um, And especially at Nashville Skin Studio, we do a sculpting face massage and facial. And so it really like, it's a lymphatic drainage for your neck, your jawline, your cheekbones, just everything in your face. So it really helps with your bone structure and getting you fresh for a photo shoot and um, also getting you nice and glowy and tight and just prepped for a good photo shoot or an event. Um, and like an oxygen facial is really good to do a couple days before. Um, what is what does an oxygen facial do? So it's a machine that we use. Um, it basically you add serum to it and, um, it has oxygen Hmm. coming through the device and it creates little bubbles of oxygen with the serum into your skin and it penetrates really deep into the layers of your skin. So it really treats, hydrates, it gets you glowing. Um, so is that different than the hydrofacial? It is. So oh, hydrofacial, okay. it basically sucks stuff, stuff out. out of your skin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it, it can also hydrate. You also use serums for it. Um, so yeah, I feel like the two big skin questions always is acne and aging. So what would be your two cents if someone's struggling with acne and then what's the best for anti-aging wrinkles? I think also a lot of it is like feeling like you're not plumped, like it's kind of droopy, right? Like I feel like our skin changes as we age and that seems to be a part of it. Yeah. Well, as you age, your collagen production decreases. So like what I'm doing right now, I'm 32 and I have been doing moxie laser and microneedling, um, which both help with fine lines, wrinkles. Um, they also help prevent breakouts. They help with pigment in the skin, which also Mm -hmm. as you age, you start getting pigment in the skin. Yeah. Um, And it also depends on your skin type too. If you're more fair or you're, you know, if you tan really easily or if you burn or if you're darker skinned. Um, So I, for example, love microneedling because it's just like 
a one-stop shop for all your skin concerns. Okay. Um, it helps boost collagen production. It helps with fine, which in turn helps with fine lines and wrinkles. And then it also helps prevent breakouts. Um, it also is that like the little roller that has the needles on it. I don't even know what that is. That is a derma roller that I think you can get like at the store yeah. or something. Okay. Yeah. But microneedling is it's a skin pen, which has micro needles, mm-hmm. a bunch of micro needles at the tip of the pen. Um, and it, it basically creates little holes in your face. Yeah. Um, and I mean, some places you can add serum and mm-hmm. like you're infusing it. Into your yeah. Skin. And like yeah. you're infusing it into your skin. Um, it's really good to like for pigment, if you want to use like something that's more brightening. So it really gets in there. Um, and I, there's like really no downtime. You basically, okay. your face is red for like 24 hours. Yeah. And then you have wear makeup the next day. You're good to go. Yeah. You can wear makeup okay. the next day. Um, and I think, is that why they say men tend to look younger longer is because they shave their face? Yeah. So they're exfoliating. Oh yeah. Um, and I was just talking to a client about this. I'm like, men do the least for their skin and, um, they have the best skin. (laughs) No, what is that? It's like they wash and shave. Yes. They, and they literally can use the bar of soap that they used on their body Yeah, and then use it on their face and their skin is perfect. Yeah. Like how does, how, um, so, and women, I did, I saw this video recently that was talking about how the makeup industry is like ruining women's skin and, and making us age faster and how bad it is. And obviously the chemicals in it and how toxic it is. And of course, most men are not wearing makeup. So it's like, we're almost like doing it to ourselves, but that's just the world we live in. It's like, what are you going to like, never going to wear makeup? Like it's hard. I have a hard time doing much without makeup on. Like, and I don't know if that's just like a habit or if I really feel better with the makeup on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say there's, there is a website, um, it's also a skincare company called clear stem. And I always go to their website and they have, like, if I need to run any ingredients from a product that I'm using, like if I start wearing a foundation, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm starting to break out. Um, first of all, it could be multiple things. It could be that you're not washing your brushes or your beauty blender or anything. Um, second, it could be could even be your pillowcases. Like you're not washing your pillowcases enough, um, or your sheets enough, or third, it could be your makeup that's clogging your pores, or it could be your detergent, your shampoo, your conditioner, but they have a link on there for you to check ingredients. And so anytime I buy a shampoo conditioner, um, any like dry shampoo or anything that's going to be touching my face, Mm -hmm. like skincare products, even, um, makeup, things like that. I take all the ingredients, I copy it and I paste it in there. And it tells you if they're going to clog your pores or not. And I feel like more companies should have that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because especially if you're prone to acne or breakouts, um, I mean, women can go their whole like teen years without acne. And then they go in their thirties and they're like, what is happening? I'm breaking out. Yeah. Um, And it could be your makeup. It could, it could even be your skincare, like some, some products out there that are supposedly supposed to help for acne or moisturizers or something like that, they can have poor clogging ingredients and you have no idea. So constantly clogging it every single day. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's so frustrating. Okay. What's what, what was that website? I need to go take all my products now. (laughs) (laughs) It's clear stem. They also have amazing products. Um, the owners are fantastic. They're a dermatologist in San Diego and, um, one of her clients actually, that was an acne patient, um, that would see her. She cleared her acne and they started this company and it's incredible. They're I love stories like that where they like actually had an issue and then solved it. I love that. Okay. We'll all have to go check it out. How, okay. My one more question. And then I want to do a rapid fire. I feel like we could literally talk forever. It's been almost an hour and I just feel like we could just keep going. This is so fun, but how I hate using this word, of course, how do you balance it all? Because I know obviously being a mom and a wife, and like you said, it was really hard when you were going through school and getting your license. First off, I like, I always tell people if you're going to do something and it's just a small season of life, just do it. Like if you have to hustle to start the business, do it. Cause then once the business is going, it's a whole different ball game. Once you have your license and you're practicing, it's a whole different, you know, game, but just the normal day-to-day outside of obviously that crazy moment where you were doing your hours, you've got photography, you've got now skincare, you eventually want to have your own line. You're doing all these things. Do you have any like advice, tricks, anything you do to stay organized? What keeps you sane? So I will say I am a very free spirited person. So I am not a super organized person, okay. <laughs> um, which I, right, not I, to, but like usually creative people are like yes. that. They're usually yes. creative or they're organized. Like I'm more organized and structured yes. and less creative. That's so funny. Okay. And that's how my sister is. She's very organized. I mean, she was a teacher. She's, she has a planner. She has a schedule. She has a routine. I am very much like go with the flow. If something comes up, cool. Yeah. Let's go with it. You know, um, I almost thrive in chaos, Mm. um, which a lot of people can't like my mother, she doesn't understand how I do that. Um, but I would say it it, honestly, it does help me stay balanced because I, I have no choice, but to balance everything in my life. Like, especially as a mom, as an entrepreneur and, you know, it's, also you have to have a social life and it's, it's like everything that you have to balance and also have time for self-care for yourself. Um, my thing is 
I've, I've always said this, I need to fill my cup first. It sounds selfish, but I have to fill my cup first because I can't fill other people's cup from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. So I, I have learned that I have to put myself first. So, um, if that means waking up earlier and making myself breakfast and coffee so that I can have my quiet time before the, the rest of the chaotic day resumes, then that's what I have to do or carve out time to go take a Pilates class or carve out time to read a book or, you know, um, carve out time to go, you know, have coffee with a friend or even carve out time to go to therapy. Um, I, I think that's helped a lot. Um, because even, even if I have like 30 minutes to myself or an hour to myself, I'm like, okay, now I can do everything else that I have to do. Um, don't get me wrong. There's like this weekend, for example, I am doing facials tomorrow and then I'm shooting for two hours right after. And then I have a friend's birthday um, to go to. And then Sunday I have, you know, a photo shoot in the morning. And then I have a gap to be with my kids and spend time with them. And then I have an event to photograph until the evening. So it, it gets crazy, but you have to find those moments of, you know, that you have to designate in your day, or even if you can't get to it that day, you know, do it the next day, do it at least a couple times a week where you designate time where you're like, I'm going to sit and be still mm-hmm. for 30 minutes or for an hour and not do anything. Yeah. Um, just to like, you know, recharge your batteries and then pick up where you leave off. And I think that's, that honestly helps me balance everything out is just like recharging. Yeah, I agree. This is why they say, if you want to get something done, give it to someone that's busy because they're just, they're just going when you're, it's like the movement is going and you just add things on, you just get it done. I feel like a lot of times when people reach out to me and they go, you know, how do you stay motivated? I'm never motivated. I can't stay motivated. And I'm like, probably you're not busy enough because when there's too much time, there's too much time to look at Instagram. There's too much time to, you know, dwell on stupid stuff or watch silly TV or waste your time. But when you're busy, you're forced to just get it done. Like you said, you have your weekend already blocked off because you have to, you're scheduled to do X, Y, Z. Then you have, you know, your time with your kids, you're going to focus on your kids. It's a lot. Yeah. And you have to be intentional with your time, um, in everything that you do. I think that's, you know, I wake up every morning and in my head, I set my intention for the day and I'm like, today might suck, (laughs) but I am going to do X, Y, and Z or, you know, some days you wake up and you're like, I don't want to do anything. Yeah. And, um, you know, some days you wake up and you're like, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do laundry. I'm going to wash the dishes. I'm going to clean the house. I'm going to, you know, yeah. And work out and do this and that. And then at the end of the night, you're just like, you know what, I'm going to go in the hot tub and 
and you know, just- have a glass of wine and, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always love like a multitask too, where it's like, okay, I'm going to walk the dog, listen to a podcast and you know, I'm getting my exercise cause I'm walking. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. I did like three things at once. Oh yeah. Oh my exactly. gosh. I love it. Well, you are killing it. You are such a rock star. I love watching your journey on Instagram and just hearing more about the details. I love stories like this. It's so inspiring and powerful. And I always tell women, like you can do it all. Like you don't have to feel mom guilt or whatever is maybe holding you back from going after something. I also love your story because it shows that you don't have to stay in your lane. Like you are a celebrity photographer, which is massive, but you also were like, I'm interested in skin. Why not? And you're just doing it. So I love that. Okay. I don't want to take any more of your time because you are busy girl. So really quick, let's do a rapid fire. This is your current favorites. So, um, just, you know, give an answer. So first one, your current favorite show. Ooh. Um, uh, Ginny and Georgia. Ooh, yes. Just, I, I just finished season two. Love that. And also Hillary's show how I met your father on Hulu. Oh, you know, I haven't seen that yet, but I liked the original how I met your mother. So I need to go binge watch her. It's very cute. I love it. I love it. Okay. Current favorite podcast. Is there one you're loving right now? Uh, I'm a sucker for call her daddy. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I love call her daddy. Um, and the skinny confidential. I love that podcast too. Yep. And of course, crime junkie. Oh, you like those? Okay. I'm not into those, but I know most people are. Yes. Okay. Current favorite food. Ooh. Um, I'm very into sushi right now. Ooh. Is, yes. is there good sushi here? Not really. No, not really. Okay. <laughs> I've been, I've been wanting, I've been craving sushi. Like, I don't know if it's just cause I miss California or what, but um, I mean, I don't miss California, but I miss the sushi. Right. Right. Some um, of the food for sure. Yeah. I think that's my favorite right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, favorite current thing to do. Like, I don't know if you have like a hobby or a routine or something that you're loving right now. Um, I am loving, well, I always love to read. So I'm, I'm always reading a book of some wow. sort. With um, how busy you are. I'm very impressed. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, I am too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Reading or also I love going to the infrared sauna mm. and, um, it's like a 45 minute sauna session. Wow. I love that. It makes me I feel want one of those in my house. That's like on my list of things we need, but I have nowhere to put it. Yes. You've yeah. been to my house. I'm like, where would I put one? Oh of those? yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You came and did a photo shoot when we first yes. moved in. My house was like empty still. It still is yeah. a little empty, to be honest. Okay. I have a lot of white walls. <laughs> it's it like, takes time. Why it is takes it such time. a process? I can't. I know. But it's that's on my to-do list as well. Okay. Current favorite book, which I hope you know you read, so you have a good answer for this. Yes. Um, I love anything by Colleen Hoover. Um I just, I, I, I don't know who that is. Is this fiction, nonfiction? What is this? Um, fiction. She, okay. she wrote Verity. Um, she wrote November 9th. Uh, lots of like the, okay. the book talk, like the, the fa- famous books that you see on TikTok. 
people talking about oh, it. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm not on yeah. TikTok. I also am a big like self-help business type book person. So oh, like, yes. Love those I know. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Love those. Okay, good. Okay. And then last one, current, do you have a current favorite like social media account you're following that you're loving? Mm, honestly, um, I love following one of my client, one of my past clients in LA, Sivan Ayla. Okay. She's, I, I, I have very similar style to her. So like home decor, mm. uh, makeup style, all the things she's, she's a fun one to follow. And she's a mom and she's an um. entrepreneur. So she's I love the accounts where it's either design or um, organization. Yes. Anything aesthetically pleasing. I'm like, yes, I, this is what I need to consume. Definitely. And I also love following April Tomlin interiors. Yes. yes. Right love here in Nashville. Yeah. Yes. She's her style is so dreamy. Yes. Love her. She's a wonderful person. Um, so yeah, have you done, you've done photography for her. I have not, um, oh, okay. but we have a lot of mutual friends. Oh, okay. And, um, I've chatted with her here and there at events that I've photographed and she's, she's a great person. I'm sure interiors is very different than shooting people, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's also fun. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's very different. Have you watched, um, house of Al on Hulu? I have not. Okay, go. I just binge watched it because someone else here in Nashville posted about it. And I was like, what is this? And it's home interiors, um, but it's more, a little bit more like edgy and fun. Okay. It's good. I, I just watched like the whole thing because I got so into it. Um, but yeah, I love that stuff too. I'm gonna, oh my gosh. Well, I love this. Well, this was so much fun. Tell everyone where they can find you, follow you, all the things. So I am at Laura Mall Photo on Instagram. Um, my website is lauramall.net, um, which I have not updated in a while, but I have some fun shoots on there and some fun photos on there still. Um, so yeah, I love it. And we can come see you at, what is it called? Nashville skin, Nashville skin studio studio. Oh, I love it. I need to come. I'm almost scared to come and have you analyze my skin and be like, Oh my gosh. No, no, I do like nothing for my face. It's so bad. Oh my gosh. No, you have to, I'll get you on some good products. Oh, I need all of it. I need Yes. Yes. Okay. I love it. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. This was such a joy. Thank Thank you. Bye.